Let's do it. Stado, what is going on, my man? How are you, bud? Mate, we are back for another week. Ep four, baby. Episode four. Can you believe it's been a month, bro? Already? Already, man. It's been a month since we started this thing. I feel like it's been going on for six months. I know. How's it make you feel? Yeah, good. I actually enjoy right, it. Hey. Surprisingly, I thought I'd actually absolutely hate it, but um, I actually enjoy what, it. It's what, good. talking to me once a week? I talk to you 65 times a week. That's very I'll, good. Let me find a way to minimize it. And then we thought, no, nah, no, nah, let's do a podcast together. So, Well, you know what I like about the podcast is it forces you to be nicer to me. Listen, it doesn't. Because last week I wasn't nice to you at all. Yeah, but that's because you and Jeremy started ganging up on me. But this week, I feel like, you know, there's going to be a little bit more niceness coming from you. You're not going to be as mean. Just don't give me any reason. Uh, that's it, mate. That's <laughs> it. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Have a Chat with Ray and Stat. That is Stat. I'm Ray. And, um, mate, we're going to have another chat. Yeah, huh? I know, bro. A lot to talk about. Uh, there's a lot to talk about this week. But first off, bro, how are you doing with lockdown? It's week two. Yeah, week two. Um, Honestly, man, I just wish it was over, eh? Bro, I was thinking about that as I was driving home today. Um, mate, I can't believe we did this for a good mu- good part of three months, eh? That was ridiculous. And I think when we had done it last year, I mentioned it last week, but when we had done it last year, I, re- like, I felt the effect of, you know, not going to church. Yeah. And I actually hated it. Mm. And then when it came back in this week of like not being at church, not being with the people, it actually got really sad, eh? I was like, man, I can't do this for another day, let alone another week. Or now the government wants to extend apparently because there's so many cases and oh, so many cases. Man, it's it's just what you call it's 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 hit me so much harder this time around than last time. Oh yeah, I agree with that. It's definitely and, hit me a lot harder. And I think it's because we had normal life again. Yeah. And now it's gone, and it's just it's a trip out, bro. It's it's like we forgot what happened in 2020. Because we had that three, four, maybe five months of getting a decent roll on. I think it was about six months. We had a decent roll on, got through things. Everything was going great. And then now we're back to square one and lockdown and I can't leave my room. It's so annoying. It's weird, eh, man? But what are you doing to keep yourself busy? Um, Honestly, man, watching a lot of footy, eh? Yeah. Um, Watching a lot of footy, keeping up to date with everything that's going on. Um, And just uh, unlike some of the footy players out there, just trying to stay in house, mate. Just trying to stay indoors. How about these St. George idiots, bro? What hey. happened? Tell us. Okay, look. So basically, Paul Vaughan decided to throw a party at his house. Um, just more watch the footy, kind of just have the boys over for the footy, like you know, like we do. Um, they're not aware that I think they are, but they're just idiots that they are under stage four, like level four protocol for NRL. So forgetting the government rules for a second, they're under like level four strict. So you can't you go to the shops, you go home. You go training, you go home. Um that's where it's at. So Paul Vaughan decided, hey, why don't we throw a bit of a party? Let's get some boys over, watch the footy, hang out. It was 13 of them, wasn't it? 13. So initially, there was, it was rumored there was about six. Then the number grew to 12. Then the number went up to about 16, 17. Then it came down to about 13. Is that their full starting squad? Yeah, to an extent. So a couple of players will come off the bench, but that's 13 of first, grade, first graders of the 17 players. So... It's not like there was a mix of 20s and a mix of cup and a mix of, you know, Jersey flag or SG board. They were all from the first grade side. So 17, 13, sorry, of the top 30 squad were at this guy's house. Brother, and they got one, they all got a minimum one week suspension. Yeah. So they had to, what they've done, the NRO have actually had to scatter it across the four weeks because if they hit them all in the one week, because all the, all the competitions are suspended at the moment, they can't bring people up from the juniors. Uh-huh. So it's not all the same week? No, it's not. So they're all under different weeks. Um, and the main guy who hosted a Paul Vaughan has copped an eight-week suspension and 50 grand. Fine. 
Um, in total, there's about $305,000 across fines. Uh, the NRL took into account all the, all the customers, all the players' salaries, um, and not all of them were in big dosh. So not all of them were on the big money. So the ones that were with big money, like Paul Vaughan, copped a 50 grand fine. Corey Norman, um, he tried to leg it from the cops and he dropped his wallet. Um, Jack DeBellin, who just got cleared from everything that happened to him, he hit under the bed. The court, the players got him upstairs to hide under the bed. He cooked a $42,000 okay. fine. That's the one that ticks me off the most is old mate DeBellin just got back into the game mm. and he goes and pulls something like this. Like, are you kidding me? He spent, what, two years off the out of the game? Yeah, two, almost three years. Bro, he spent nearly three years on the sideline because of that case that was against him. Mm. And so a couple of weeks back into his career, he goes and pulls this stuff. It would have been wiser if he didn't go. Initially, what he told the cops was was he was just he was around the area taking his dog for a walk. So what's happened? The reasons the punishments are so severe is because the players lied to the club. Of course. And they go, nah, we were just in the area, nothing happened. We weren't there. Then they started to hear details. You know, Norman, you know, dropped his wallet as he was legging it. Um, the balance players hit him under under one of the beds upstairs. Um, that's when it starts to get really ugly. So. We're trying to keep the competition alive. And now the NRL come out and said, nah, 50 grand fine to the guy that did an eight-week suspension. And the reason it's eight weeks for him is because he copped a similar suspension last year. He copped a 10 grand fine for not checking into a cafe with using his QR code. Bro, they so, were they were yeah. ripping them apart on 2GB today. Yeah? Uh, absolutely annihilating them. Every single caller that called in lost their minds at this. Yeah, it's not good, mate. It's, it's just poor because, you know, there are so many people out there that have lost businesses, they've lost, you know, they can't stand on their own two feet. These players get the luxury of still be able to, you know, get paid and, and, and you know, play a game of footy and, and you know, they don't take it with two hands. And it's very upsetting. But look, honestly, just listening to that makes you just think, man, how dumb can you possibly be as a footballer? Well, it has to, uh, for me, I think that's, that's finalized their year. No chance they're making any sort of finals contention. Um, it does make it harder. I don't think it's happening, bro. Not after that. It does make it harder. Um, I know and- they're separate. I know they're they're pushing it over a couple of weeks and whatever it is, but bro, they're missing key players every single week. They're done. It's just unwarranted publicity. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, the cameras outside Paul Vaughan's house for the last few days, and then the players, you know, that were that weren't a part of it, just go to training and they're they're getting recorded by media, and it's just a joke. So look, unlike the players, I've been indoors. I've been trying to keep it cool, stay indoors a little bit. I go for my occasional drives here and there. You've got to get out of the house because I'm losing my mind. Go How about those, you? Uh, goes for, go for those feeds outside. Have to, bro. Have to. Bro, you have to. You've got to do something to keep yourself yeah, busy. Bro. I know. How about how are you finding COVID? Set yourself, what, second week in the lockdown? How are you going with it? I'm over it, bro. Uh, you're like you're you, over the first week. Like you said, man. Bro, well, I haven't made a video yet, so. L- not, please. I haven't Don't give me a reason. <laughs> Don't give me a reason, bro, please. I'm begging I haven't you. gone that far yet. I haven't made a video. Present. Bra, I'm over a day. Thankfully, yeah, this is keeping me busy. The podcasting's keeping me busy. Yeah. Um, church is keeping me flat out. Um, Considering we have no church, how are you so flat out? Bro, moving everything online. It's oh, yeah. Busy, bro. It's a lot more work than I think um, you realize. So it's I'm not, not saying, I'm not saying you, I'm saying me. Isn't it just like pressing a couple buttons and that? Uh, like everyone tells you about IT? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> nah, but um, no, we did KBB, which was fun. Yeah. Um, did Great episode, by the way. Yeah, did you watch it? Yeah, loved it. It was really good. Favorite part? Favorite part, mate, King Wally. Uh, how good was he, eh? He's the best. Listen, every week, every time that a KBB episode is released, it's usually Peter. Because he's just entertaining. He's, he's funny great. behind the scenes, whatever. He's yeah. the best. But 
when you had King Wally come in, mate, I, I love that guy. Bro, I, I saw it. We, I started writing the episode and I thought to myself, I can't do a music episode without having probably one of the greatest uh, music men that I know in the episode. Yeah, 100%. So I, I spoke to Joel. I go, I think I can shoehorn him in. And mate, you know, that was one take. Really? That was the first take. I just looked at him. I go, Uncle Wally, I know this is weird, but what I'm going to do is just, I want you to play off us. Okay. If we get it wrong, we'll do it again. No issue. I, I prefer it to be a little bit more natural and improvised. Yeah. Bro, he came up with that lesson. He came up with that verse, everything all on the spot. He is the greatest. He's great. He was good. Yeah, he's amazing, um, but I love him. Yeah. It was, he had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with him. Um, cool. I'll tell you this. I loved the um, doing the choir stuff towards the end. Yeah. Um, well, I know you should keep coming out to our choir practices and with the recording. I'm thinking, what is this guy doing? Yeah. What did you think? No, nah, it was good. It that, every- wasn't, that wasn't what it was meant to be. It was meant to be an interview between Ryan and myself and Benji. Yeah. Um, but because of the whole lockdown, I had to come up with something last minute. Mm. And I just thought, I'll just do a voiceover. Um, yeah. And mate, no. the reason I liked it was because it got to actually showcase what the choir does. Yeah. And um, show the kids, listen, if you want to be in choir one day, a lot of work in it. Mm. It's, mate, it's, uh, it's a lot of work. Let me tell you. Uh, mate, it's it's a lot more work than people realize, bro. Eight o'clock every Sunday morning, far out. Eight thirty on Sunday morning, but look, we make it fun, bro. We get the boys together, we have a laugh. But when we need to knuckle down, we we do our best, bro. No, yeah, we do at the end of the day, we do it for God. It's good. But with, it. with KBB, right, man? I was um as I was watching, I was like, man, the people from when it first started to where it is now have gone so much better. How how good is it, bro? Every time I make a new episode with the team, I look back at the old ones, mm. and I cannot believe how far um it's come. In 16 episodes, I mean, God really helped us get this right. And the team works so hard to do it. Yeah. Um, and I'm just glad that the kids enjoy it, bro. I'm glad that families enjoy it. You know, it's, mm. um, it's awesome. And um, yeah, I love that everyone gets around that. It, it, like, especially the parents. I love yeah. that they tune in as well. It's not like, oh, you know, put on for the kids and walk off, you know, do chores or, or do things, go to work. It's they all see it as a family and they watch it together. The coolest part was like, I think I've told you this before, but when I first started doing it and we started doing it as a team, the the thought was, okay, we've got something for the kids, you know, let's have something for the kids. Let's do something for the kids. But after two, three weeks, we realized it ended up becoming a family event. Mm. Like the whole family would sit around the TV, the whole church would sit around the TV and watch this little 30 minute show that we could put together yeah. And it really became cool because I felt like this was something that was uniting our church with a laugh, with God's word mm. in a completely different way to what we've ever done before. Mm. Um, and so that's why, excuse me, I love doing it. I love pushing this forward. And bro, here's the crazy part. It was actually meant to come out next week. Oh, right. Yeah, because we didn't have COVID. We didn't have the lockdown. We were just doing it for the school holidays. But thankfully, God's timing is so awesome. We finished filming it uh, the day of lockdown. The day oh, of lockdown, right. we finished filming all of our key scenes. Yeah, wow. And I got home. I found out about the lockdown. And I said, you know what? We, if I do a couple of tweaks, edit it properly, I can get it out for this Sunday. So God really timed it perfectly because we didn't have anything planned for the kids. And thank God this was just sitting there and we got it done. Mm. Let me ask you something about the KBB, right? Mm. Um when you do it and when you started to realize that families were tuning in and like all the parents would join in and sit down, did you try to do things? I know it was all for the kids, but did you try to tweak a couple of things for the parents as well? 
for them to kind of sit down and enjoy or what it didn't really need it because they were enjoying it for the kids no it, that's my that was sort of my um my process from the start um i forget who said it but it was a producer on um pixar mm. they said this right they go we write adult stories but we dress it up for kids so what they meant by that was they attack adult themes like um parents dying grandparents dying um you know, uh, family, all these adult themes growing up, all that stuff, but they dress it up in a kid's movie. Mm. So I sort of took that and I was like, okay, we're going to do the same thing with what we do with KBB. We're going to have adult like humor, like smart humor, things that kids probably wouldn't get, but we're going to dress it up in a kid's show. So any of the jokes that the kids probably don't get, they're for the parents and the lessons for the kids. Mm. And, you know, the bright colors and all the costumes and all that, that's for the kids as well. Yeah, that's mad. So, like, the stuff that Joelle and I are saying at the front, that's for the adults. And what Pete's doing at the back is for the kids. But the kids, but the adults love what Pete does anyway because he's just phenomenal. I was about to, was about to say, like, that's for the kids, and I'm sitting there enjoying it like a loser. Nah, nah, that's, no, no, that's no. for me. That's, he's doing that for me. Bro, the best part is we don't know what he's doing back there. We never do. Like, I give him his, I give him his direction. I say, okay, I need you to do this, this, this. And then he comes up, up, he comes up with it all on the spot. And we just, bro, afterwards we take a look and I have a mad laugh because we, we don't realize it. Or Joelle will catch it at the corner of her eye and just start bursting out laughing. Um, it's so good. Yeah. It's I want to come to, I want to come to a recording day just, just to see the entertainment and, and all the classy scenes from behind. Well, bro, I think people forget you were there part of the early days, mate. Yeah, I was, I had my sports segment. Yeah. Uh, a couple of segments. Mate, listen, I gotta tell you, look, it, it took me a while to admit it. Mate, I was dreadful on the camera. Yeah. I was dreadful. But look, now doing my own podcast and then doing this, I think I'm a little bit, little bit better. But listen, I, I have to admit, I'm glad that you said that because I never wanted to say it to you. It's just so hard. It's a different, it's a different thing, bro, being in front of the camera, man. Hmm. It is nerve-wracking as anything. Oh, you're telling me? I could have oh. tried to film one of our scenes. It took me like 20 goes. Remember that in front of the green screen? Uh don't. Uh, uh, I've been scarred. That's why I've never come back just to visit. <laughs> I've been scarred. I'm surprised you haven't left the KBB chat yet. No, nah, I refuse. I won't leave. I have too much pride. <laughs> I'm not leaving any chats, bro. You know me. I'm King WhatsApp. Uh, I don't leave any chats. Nah, but KBB has been good, man. Um, listen, if you guys want to catch it, you can catch the episode on Faith Baptist Church Sydney's um, YouTube page. Um, just type in Kids Bible Broadcast. Episode 16 was all about music. So it was a really good episode. Um, man, I hear kids are watching and re-watching these episodes, eh? That's really cool. Like parents keep calling me up saying they're sick of hearing my voice on their TV because their kids are putting replays. And um, I've got nothing else to say, but sorry to those parents. I mean, the fact that you have to hear my voice every single morning. I know. Mate. I think that's good, but you know what I love about that as well? I think with, you know, with how TV is at the moment hmm. and with what's being put out there for, for kids and all the like very inappropriate things that are, that are coming out, especially like you hear in, in America and all, that. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like you see that. And then like to hear like parents are calling up saying, you know, we've got kids Bible broadcast playing on our TVs. We hate hearing your voice. Oh, like that would mean like for you, for someone, but who's behind it all and get to them. That must be like the biggest thing for you. Like the biggest encouragement here. Bro. Well, that's exactly what we're doing here. Right. What was, what has our philosophy always been? It's just create more content. Yeah. Right. And we're creating more content, bro. This podcast um, whether people like to think it or not, I think we're doing something big here. You know, we're creating good content for people to listen to. And same with KBB, bro. We're creating good content. That's half an hour less they're spending on Netflix or being influenced by something else. At least they're having fun and getting God's word with it. Yeah, I love it. I'm all for it. 
yeah, that's a big thing. So uh, yeah, guys, if you want to watch that, go to Faith Baptist YouTube. Make sure you subscribe over there. Um, we're doing some good stuff there. I'll put the link down below so you can catch the episode as well. Um, so that'll be in the description. Yeah, man, KBB was great. So that's been fun in lockdown. Uh, that's good. Now, look, obviously during lockdown, were you playing any sports? Were you doing stuff with sports? Bro, I, was, I was playing baseball, bro, but I can't do that anymore. They they shut that down too. But they, they've shut everything down. Everything, bro. Like but you were you're training once or twice a week, and then you'd have games on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. On Saturday, like the Saturday the lockdown started, we were actually meant to play um, and we we're going to be wearing masks in the dugout on the sidelines, all that sort of stuff. So the boys said, nah, let's not do it. We'll just wait for next week when the COVID stuff um, backs down. But then they go and lock us down and we haven't been able to play for ages. But I'm glad you brought it up, bro, because I got a call from um, our club president, Jeff. And um, he told me about the stuff that they're trying to push with baseball. And bro, I want to let you know about it. It's pretty cool stuff um, because I don't think a lot of kids get into baseball these days because they don't know it's an avenue. They don't know it's a thing. I know it took me a minute to find out where I could play baseball, what I could do. Um, so what Bankstown Sports uh, Baseball Club's doing, man, at a Bogabilla Reserve, they're doing three weekends of tri-t-ball and baseball. Oh, way T-ball? Yeah, t well, you start at T-ball, you go up to baseball. Nah, listen, if I ever start at T-ball, I ain't moving to baseball. Bro, how good's T-ball, like? <laughs> Last time I played, it was in U3. But, well, mate, take me back. That is the best. Well, ladies and gents, I'm going to pop up these uh, two uh, flyers on the screen. So this first one, everyone gets one chance to do something great. Most people never take the chance. That's a quote. Try baseball and T-ball. It's, it's free admission. Anyone can show up, bro. Free sausage sizzle. Free parking, juniors, seniors, boys, girls, everyone can get involved. Go to Bogabilla Reserve at on the 18th, 25th of July and the 1st of August. I'm going to try to get down there for at least one of them. Yeah. Um, and all the info's there. You got the um, the email address and mobile number if you want to get in contact with them. Um, oh, and then you, once again, this second one, it's just got the same details, man. It's such a fun sport, bro, eh? Um, I know it sounds weird because it's not really a sport that uh, is big in Australia. But, bro, for guys like us who are busy throughout the week and don't have a lot of time to go to training or a lot of time to spend, bro, it is a great time to just chill for two hours, hang out with the boys, play a sport, be competitive, and have some fun, bro. It's really good. No, that's mad. Um, you had me on Saucy Sizzle, by the way, so I'll definitely be there for at least three of the weeks. hundred <laughs> uh, percent, eh? Uh, um, yeah, guys, get in contact with Jeff. Jeff at Bankstown Sports Baseball Club. He'll let you know everything that's going on. Take your kids down. It's a fun sport to get them involved in and see if they enjoy it, man. There's nothing like swinging that bat, hitting that ball and uh, going for a run, man. Mm. Uh, take the as long uh, as you don't get hit in the face, you're good. Do you want to tell us a story of how you got hit in the face? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, very quickly. I'm in the outfield, center field, bro. Good spot. You run a lot in center field, you know what I mean? Run back, forth, whatever. This this ball just comes flying, bro. It's a big, long line drive, man. Straight into center field, and I start running. It's coming to my right. So I start running, bro. I'm pelting it. I'm pelting it. I put my glove out. I take one too many steps, and it smacks me straight in the eye. Bro, I hear a massive ringing and just collapse straight to the floor, bro. Straight to the floor. I freaked I freaked out, eh? Mate, ended up breaking my cheekbone, my eye socket, had surgery. Oh, look, I'm aware because uh, the day you called me, I was having the most relaxing day ever. 
Then I get a phone call from you saying, oh, mate, uh, can you do me a favor? And I thought, well, this can't be good because you were talking like, oh, can you do me a favor? Yeah. You're a little bit muffled. I'm thinking, oh, something's going on. Then I get the wonderful news that, um, can you drive my car to the hospital? And I said, why? What's going on? And I, I like being the good guy that I am, I, I genuinely freaked out. And then you You're said, when, man. yeah, then I, then I heard that you got hit in the face with a ball. You know what I did, but I don't know if you know this, but I had the phone to me like this. And I hear the news like, oh yeah. And I'll, I did this, like one, I was extremely angry. Then I did this. I went, <laughs> yeah, bro, I'll be there soon. <laughs> I ended the call. I called Goose, our fan favorite. I go, Goosey, you be ready in five minutes. He goes, for what? I go, mate, raised back in hospital. Ha, no way. He's like, all right, pick me up. Gets in the car, but he's like losing it, man. Again, raised in hospital. What's wrong with this guy? Like, that was... Day, I saw your face, but I remember I remember walking into the back room of the hospital and looking at your face and I burst into pure laughter, bro. Can I tell I you, could... bro, that hurts so much, man. Obviously, it had a boy you in there. Let's not deter people from this thing, guys. It was a freak <laughs> yeah. accident. It, it's never happened since. It hasn't happened to anyone else. I just have some terrible luck. If you know how um, to catch a ball, you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got two <laughs> eyes and a mitt, you'll be fine. Um, no, get your kids out there. It's... Honestly, it is such a fun day. Um, give it a shot. See if you guys like it. We've got a batting cage there. We've got three diamonds. It's good fun, bro. So, guys, give Jeff a call. Send him an email or just rock up. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Um, I miss baseball, bro. I really can't wait to get back into it. Yeah, for sure. Because you've got, obviously, the gyms are closed for you as well. Then you've got, you know, baseball happening. So, literally, any sort of secular activity you wanted to do has now been like shut down for uh, you it's just shut down bro i mean i'm going to the gym though but at the park so they're at doing, the park yeah they're doing park sessions nice um which is great it made the fact that the gym's doing this for our trainers and all that good on them hats off to them it's something it but it's just it's rough man yeah it's not the same it's rough yeah um, can imagine but what was gonna say yeah, they're still doing that at the park, bro. We didn't get enough votes for you to come and join me i'm very upset about that listen bro listen the post went up and I sat there like, this cannot be real. Then he had like seven likes in three minutes. I go, oh no, please, Lord. Please, Lord, please not. And then it, and then it slowed stopped. down hard. Oh, mate. Bro, and Lord, then Lord answers the, prayer. Over the week, I just kept seeing number after number go up. I go, we might do this. We might do this. And, no. Listen, my heart was racing, not because I went for a run, but because I was so scared to go for a run at the gym. So I was like, that's not that. <laughs> I ain't going to your seat, bro. I'm still going to get you there. I'm still going to get you there. All right, but not, not through the people because obviously the people let you down. Uh, listen, and sh uh, shout out to UFC Bankstown for liking and sharing that. Oh, I hate uh, those guys. We couldn't get it done, bro. I hate those guys. I can't believe they did that to me. You don't even know me. You just want my money. <laughs> that was so funny, bro. As soon as I saw them share it, I was in tears. When I saw them share it, I go, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, everybody's against me now. Uh, that was great. That was a good uh, laugh. That was always good fun. But I'm glad for everyone that, that liked it. Thank you. I'll remember you all by name. <laughs> So <laughs> just wait, wait and see what happens. Bro, they just care about you, man. They're, they're beautiful people. I'm, I'm the ignorant you, one. Listen, I'm the ignorant one, you, yeah. They want to see you lose weight. They want to see you get healthy. Yeah, but they're, I'm ignorant. It's it's my fault. But I've, I've, I've remembered all your usernames on the Instagram. So just wait your time. Wait your time. Trust me. Uh, we'll get you there eventually. I promise you. Yeah. By the, so. by the end of the year, I'm going to get you there. All right. I hope I go January 1. Ja done. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> 2022 bro i'll still win bro 2022 do you reckon we're still gonna be in lockdown oh yeah listen i'm optimistic bro i saw i saw this four week or this four phase plan that scomo's got um prepped i've got hope i've got hope this is our last lockdown 
The only thing I'm, that's bothering me about the whole thing is I just feel like I was talking to one of our major Jono. He actually said this and he got me thinking. So this is all from him. Like, what are you eating? Right. Keep going. All right. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Right. He sorry. actually said. I, I brought that in. I shouldn't have. But I got some brownies from Rocky Top. Oh, you did not. Bro. Oh, I've got to show you this thing, bro. Which ones did you get? Bro, it's chocolate dipped. It's got nuts. It's just, it's a protein brownie, right? Protein brownie. Brother, have you seen the caramel one? Yeah, man. I have to try it. So I I DM Rocky Top and friend Joel at Rocky Top. Shout out to her. Mate, I go, can you do like protein brownies? She goes, for sure. She goes, you want a healthy batch or an unhealthy batch? I go, let's do one of each. Mate, her Rocky Road's phenomenal. Mm. Her brownies are something else. Yeah, look, I actually ordered the brownies a few months ago and she took them to church for me. And she goes, here, you know, the, for what you ordered. I go, oh, thank you. I had half a brownie. Because <laughs> everyone, <laughs> every fatso, they came to, I went through the box and just demolished it all. So I had half yeah, a brownie. But, nah, but that's said, bro, how good are they? No, nah, no, nah, fl- they are flawless. Bro, I like, I like supporting my friends. I like helping them out. I told oh, them yeah. this. I go, listen, I'll buy one batch off you. No worries. After that first batch, bro, I was done. I was like, you're kidding me. Mm. It's no good, bro. I'm spending too much money on brownies and Rocky Road. I had the Lotus one when she bought it out. Again, you got to hit me with that Lotus. Oh, that's that's a dream. Bro, guys, you've got to follow her. She's on Instagram, um, Rocky Top. We'll put the link down below as well. Mate, phenomenal brownies, phenomenal Rocky Road. So for what everyone's gathered so far, there are many links going down below. So it's going to be a, a lot, lot of links. Guys, support them. Give them a follow. They're the best. They're the this best. is the time we have to support small businesses because of everything that's happening with COVID. Exactly. But you know what? I'll put this away, bro, so I don't get tempted. Yeah, to stop eating the camera. You fatso. It was... Oh, I, I, I'm very angry now because I want to finish it. <laughs> I can tell. I wish we had a guest on so that you guys could talk and I could eat. Man, I wish I had a batch probably if I knew. Bro, if... Uh, too bad it's lockdown. You can't come over and have some. Oh, well. I know. What a bummer. It's all right. Yeah, anyway. Um, but we were saying before, like, I had uh, one of my major Jono who was saying to me, he goes, bro, he goes, is this is going to be like this from now on where anytime there's like three or four or five COVID cases and it starts exceeding that the government just shuts us down whenever they want? And I go, bro, look, it's another conspiracy theory I'm throwing at you. I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not a type that throws a lot of conspiracy theories. I have to stop. I'm not that type like, of- You sound like you know a lot, bro. That's the third one you've given us in two weeks. Bro, I just, it just frustrates me, eh? I get it, bro. But now, nah, listen. I think they. I think they'll just have a. They'll have, uh, they'll have an uprising on their hands if they lock down again, bro. Yeah, for sure. I reckon. I reckon this four phase four. Wow, four phase plan will do all right. I hope so. As as soon as it gets through. I hope it's something, bro. Okay, that's crazy. But did you hear about something that's even more crazy, bro? Bro, this this. <laughs> we're going back to the cancel culture stuff. Oh, I love cancel culture. Yeah, but it's not cancel culture this time. This time it's about consent. Okay? But not the consent you're thinking. Not not the consent you're thinking. Thank God. Let me tell you. There's an Aussie childcare center, and I'm getting this from news.com.au, okay? So Channel 9's reporting on this. Yep. Aussie childcare chain tells parents how to perform respectful nappy change. What does so what that So what that means, Nathaniel, is now you need to be asking your toddler whether or not they give you their consent to change their nappy. 
<laughs> come on, bro. Come on. What is going on? This is it. This is what she says, right? This is what they say. Toddlers don't like to be interrupted when they are playing. Wait for a gap in their playing before starting the nappy change process. You may wish to give your to- toddler some autonomy and ask, would you like to walk to the change table or should I carry you? Because we all know, Nathaniel, that two-year-olds are very, very smart and know when it, they need to have their nappy changed. This is fantastic. It's actually not. It, to be fair, like in all seriousness, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so what? Are they meant to like just apparently know how to talk English and say, oh, yeah, my play changed my nappy? Interrupts their playtime. So, so this chick... What's wrong with people? This chick goes, I interact with my son as I change him and explain what I'm doing as I do it. So at least he feels part of the process. He doesn't care. The goal is to make him feel more involved and not like a passive observer having his body manipulated. I want him to be building this foundation for his body autonomy and consensual interactions later in life. (laughs) What are we coming to, bro? Sorry, doing more for his body. What are we? The kid's crapping in the nappy. What more does he need to do for his body? He's the one peeing and crapping. I don't understand. Because the alternative is letting this kid walk around in his filth or changing his nappy. Like, why are we giving them the choice? What is that? What is this? What is this thinking, bro? What are people coming to? This is what COVID does to people. This is what lockdown does to people. It's not COVID, bro. This is long before COVID, man. These, they're just, people are unstable. They're not all there. I promise you, some people have to be unstable, bro. I asked my child for consent. I don't care if he's building blocks. I'll knock him down and I'll change his nappy. I don't care. Bro. Interrupting his playtime. Sorry, I didn't know he was uh, in a business meeting running the world. Bro, he's, uh, his construction company is not going to take off if you interrupt him to change his nappy. Well, obviously, I just knocked down all his blocks. Ah, oh, bro, I couldn't believe it when I heard about this, hey? I feel like you just, you love to read the, the things that really like, infuriate yeah. you. Really yeah, yeah. infuriate you. Listen, I wouldn't even bring them up if they weren't all over my newsfeed. They are everywhere, bro. Like, there's a bunch of other stuff I'm not going to bring up, but this one got me because I'm like, it's a two-year-old, bro. Two-year-old needs to change their nappy. You change their nappy. Cousin, I'm your mate. If you don't shower, I tell you, go have a shower. I don't ask for your consent. I tell you, go have a shower. You need a shower. This is a two-year-old. But, but the difference is I don't say Google Gaga like a two-year-old. Correct. Parents? By the way, I've never, wa- I've never once heard a kid say Google Gaga. Yeah, me neither. I've heard like Ga and Dal, but that's all I've heard. I think Rugrats uh, changed our generation, bro. For the movie. You know, it's a cartoon series. What? Like, no, nah, you're joking. What? what are you talking about? No, nah, you, you, you're, you're playing this up for the podcast. No, nah, I swear to you. Rugrats. is a movie. It's a cartoon series that made some movies. It's a Nickelodeon cartoon. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm meant to know. No, no, no. You're joking. No, I'm not joking. I thought it was just they, a movie. It was a cartoon before it was... It was a cartoon series. They had episodes every week. No. Nah. No, they didn't. Are you kidding me? I swear to you. Cousin, the movies were because of the cartoon. I thought they, they were had like, the movies. They had like three different series. They had uh, Rugrats, 
Rugrats preschool days and then like Rugrats all grown up when they became teenagers. What? And then they just rebooted it. Yeah, I'm Paramount not. Plus is doing something. So this whole time I thought it was just movies. What is wrong with you, bro? You got to come over. I'll watch the Rugrats, bro. Look, maybe not. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know this. No, nah, I swear to you, I thought there was just one movie. You're crazy, bro. Look, I, I am, but nothing to do with Rugrats. That's insane. How am I meant to know? I never watched Nickelodeon as a kid. Mate, what did you watch? What 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 were your cartoons as a kid, or what were your shows? Because <sighs> if even... anyone knows you, you're not you're not a movie or TV show guy, but you had to have some stuff that you watched as a kid. Uh Thomas the Tang Engine was my go-to. Quality. Everyone used to call me Percy. Okay. I hated but, Percy, by the way. That's that's not nice. I can't stand him. Love Percy. Um, kept, kept trying to take the spotlight away from Thomas. Thomas is the guy. Look, he's the guy, but Percy's, Percy's one of the OGs. All right. Then you get a little bit older. You're about eight years old. What are you watching? Thomas Dang Engine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all I watched. All right. No, you had to have something else, bro. Come on. There's, there's got to be something that you remember from your childhood. Thomas. Wiggles. I was on ABC2. ABC2 was good. ABC2. It was ABC2. Oh, it was ABC, ABC Kids, Kids. Not ABC2. Yeah, Do you watch ABC High Five? Broker. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. High Five? Yes. Sorry, that's a good one. Love High Five. Um, what else was there? High one, two, Five. Three, the Wiggles. Oh, the Wiggles was great. OG. Still watch them till now. Yeah, They're not 100%. the best. They're not the same, but you Maybe. know, you, you, you cop it. Okay, let me ask you this. Did you ever watch the Wiggles movie? Bro, I don't know what happened to your childhood, man. It was not a good one, I'll tell you. I that. feel like no one told me anything. The Wiggles movie was was phenomenal. Listen, the, the only thing that kept me sane when I was a kid, when I would watch those um, TV shows, was I also had a Thomas the Take Engine encyclopedia. An encyclopedia? Yep. Nice. I read that more than anything in the world. What about Play School? Did you watch Play School? I did. It was whatever, bro. I only yeah. just watch it because there was the guy at the... Um, I think it was the fob guy. His name was Nathaniel. So I used to watch it for him because we had the same name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Only reason I watched that. Yeah. yeah but I spent my childhood just playing Crash Bandicoot and PS1. Bro, it's got to be such Crash a different Bandicoot. childhood now, eh? Yeah, because everyone played, we kids, everyone's seven years old playing Fortnite. Yeah, because when we were kids, bro, like you had to wait for your show to come on or you had that, that two-hour window after school. Hoping um, that your parents weren't watching the news. Yeah, but now it's... um. Now it's Netflix, Disney Plus, all that stuff. They can watch whatever they want, whenever they want. That's it's asking. It's hold ridiculous. on. You're telling you watched Ready Steady Cook, yeah? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what were you? Tomato or Capsicum? I, I could never pick between the two. Now nah, come on, bro. Nah, honestly. Listen, I don't trust anyone that was a tomato. I, I'm I'm saying. For me, nah. Obviously, nah. I think for me, it was like, I think I was a Capsicum. If I had to pick one. Listen, yeah, I don't trust anyone that was a tomato, bro. What was that? I just, you, you know the type of people that were tomatoes. You know what I mean? I don't. That's what I'm asking. You just, you just, you knew. They were the type of people that you should stay away from. Now I want to be a tomato. All right, we're gonna put up a poll this week. Were you, <laughs> did you watch Ready Steady Cook? And were you a tomato or a capsicum? I did set one to know. Okay, that's that's intriguing. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the response to this because I guarantee you it's going to be 95% capsicum and the rest are going to be tomatoes. I think we'll have to wait and see. We'll bring it up next week. We'll see who the winners are. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, <laughs> me. I can't, right. I'm so upset about this whole Rugrats TV show thing. 
bro, they were the days, man. Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network. Yeah, I couldn't afford it. I just had the free to air. The free to air, bro. Yeah, we ended up going that path too. We had, I think we had Foxtel for like a year or two years and then it dropped. I remember though, when we had Foxtel, bro, every single Saturday morning, I'd be up at 5 a.m. Dad would be in the living room. He and I would watch an episode of Spider-Man, the animated series. And then we'd go to footy because I played footy as a kid. So we'd watch it and then we'd go straight to footy. That's crazy. It was the best, bro. It was, I, I remember that tradition so well. We used to wake up, used to make sure my footy gear was on. We'd watch the, we'd watch the cartoon and then we'd jet. My, my thing, when I, I never had a Foxtel. So when I wanted to know about the footy, I used to sit in my kitchen on the, one of the high chairs. I used to sit there from 5.30 to 11.30 mm-hmm. every single Saturday. Because obviously I was like younger and I really couldn't go out. I would sit there from 5.30 to 7.30 listening to all the games well, every yeah. single week. When did you start getting in tune with like news? Like obviously you watched the footy since you were a kid, but when did you start getting into the news and the signings and the contracts and all that? When did that start? <sighs> Probably going to think I'm a liar. Would have started when I was about eight or nine years old. All right. How? So dogs won the comp in 2004. Mm-hmm. And then coming off the back of 2005, Greatest, I remember I was by young. The way, greatest greatest experience ever best year of my life I still remember that game I got saved I got saved in 2004 and then we won the comp so it was the best year ever oh yeah I got saved 05 oh there you go yeah nice Um, okay so we won the comp win the comp and then the next year we start my car well I was really confident I was like what seven eight years old we're really confident we can do it again you know we've done it once we'll do it again yeah Um, that was when Thurston had defected to the Cowboys because we couldn't afford him Um, then started watching with Cowboys and obviously I don't know as much as I did back then as I do now, but I used to watch him like, man, that's really cool. They're not here like, oh, this player's going here, but it, I think it was probably when it started 2005, 2006, where the first time I really got into it was when I heard about Roya Satasi, one of my favorite dogs players growing up. He got um, offered a five-year, $2.2 million deal to go to the Rabbitohs. I remember that. So I was about nine or 10. So for me, I was like, oh. I was like, so upset he left. I remember that. Oh, I was gutted. Yeah, I loved Asatasi as a player. Okay, as a bloke was a legend. You weren't getting it from the internet. What, newspapers? The news? Yeah, newspapers. So I... Papers that young. Yeah. So I would always, every time the newspaper came, usually for us in the local Punchbowl Bank Center, it was called The Torch. Yeah. Still get it till now. It's what pretty crazy. Torch, bro. Yeah, but I still get it till now. I love what it. The Torch. And I'd go when I was younger and I would remember, I would chuck out the first... So let's say it was let's say it was eighty pages, for example. Yeah. I chuck out seventy-one of the pages. So including news, weather, finance, how to get, I didn't care. Straight to the back. Straight to sport. Yeah. Straight to the bulldog section. And then I read that Rabbitohs have signed Roya Satasi, and I definitely weeped. You're gonna think I'm fried. I mm-hmm. used to love reading the sports section first. That was always my favorite. But then afterwards, I would go through the classifieds. Like oh the really? Jobs, like the jobs. Look, I'd always find myself at the job section. And then just start looking for jobs and think, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. I will look at it. And at then they'll be, be like, now there were some ones, but there were some like really like I'd be sure ones, but I didn't understand. Yeah, so would, yeah. So I'd be like, like I'd be what looking at the newspaper on? and I see like there's like, yeah, like there's like animated. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. it's a weird job. 
Then I look up, then I, obviously me being as curious as I was, I go, my dad, dad, what's this? He goes, dad, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. I'm like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> so I always just walk straight past it and I kept reading like, bro, I'd say like milk run and meat run. Bro, I used to always think I could labor. I remember being seven years old. I remember asking my dad, hey dad, what's laboring? And he told me, you know, it's working on a job site. It's just doing all the odd jobs. I go, yeah, I'd be very good at that. <laughs> and yeah. You know, I, asked, I remember asking him, hey, can I can I apply for this job? He looks at me, he goes, you're seven years old. What are you talking about? I go, I want to apply for it. It's there. He goes, the paper, they'll take me. It says anyone to apply. I go, I'm anyone. Exactly. What kind of fit in that category? And he said no. Well, yeah. So that's, that's when it all started for me. That's what getting this, with the news. And to this day, I've never been able to fulfill my dream of becoming a laborer. Maybe one day, bro. Maybe one day. Maybe the Lord will send you as a missionary and start doing laboring. <laughs> I just start doing laboring. Just strictly laboring. Nothing else. Nah, strictly laboring. I just go from job site to job site. You just go from building churches to building churches all, all over the world. No, they're not even churches. They're like hotels for tourists. <laughs> like, laboring in third world countries. Well, that's not a mission trip then. <laughs> uh, yeah, God bless right. you, bro. Anyway. No, but yeah, that's, but- that's how I was getting my news. So that's how I, that's all I started. And then that when that Astasi leaving, again, uh, that'll do me. And then... It was just aggressive, following up the torch. So that was only for one club. So yeah. imagine the 15, the 13, 14 other clubs I couldn't get news for. You know what day I thought about this week? From the, the day you called me. Oh, no, we're sitting together. We're hanging out. And you go to me, bro, I have to do it. I go, do what? You go, I have to, I have to like on Facebook every single team. Do you remember that? Yeah. And you were so you were so gutted about having to do it because you didn't want to support any other team except the dogs. But, but do you know you why? Knew you, you knew you had to for the news. But do you know why? Tell me. Because back then on Facebook, you could see what pages you liked. Yeah, everyone saw it and everyone started ripping you, especially when you followed the para eels. Bro, I copped messages. Nathaniel, are you all right? What have you done? Have you lost your mind? Who hacked your account? Yeah, yeah, who hacked your account? Because it would say like Nathaniel's like Parramatta Eels and 14 other pages and all the other pages were the NRL clubs. So when once people started to say that after it took me ages to search and then get it and then like and then go do all that, look, that was a killer. That was very hard for me because I got, this is me going against my wood on. The fact that this is the, this is like the biggest thing in your life is kind of sad. But, but I understand it fully. I still don't follow any of the other clubs. Nah, I love I it. Follow I follow Lee Chat to... with the stat to get all my news. Nah, it's good. So, which, by the way, been very consistent these days, bro. Yeah, man. Very it's just, impressed. There's been a lot to talk about. Very impressed. And, um, bro, one thing that I saw, I need your I need your feet, your full thing on. Before you go into it, is it going to make me angry? Probably. Here we go. Izzy. Who? Izzy Falau. What's going on with him? Oh. Bro, come on. Like, this guy has caused right. so much drama over the last couple of months. What's happening okay. now? All right. So I, I didn't. I all I saw was Japan, and I got. I got to talk to that. All right. You want to talk about infuriation? Now, for those that don't watch my podcast, I get very story. heated at times. Give me the whole story. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be try try be as calm as possible, but okay. I don't have any promises. Listen, I'm gonna give you as much time as you need so I can finish this brownie. So go for gold. Yeah. Right. Not jealous at all, but whatever. Um. All right. So, Israel for now. So he, a couple of years ago, so his career has been started from NRL to AFL to Rugby Union. Um, it was when he was playing Union, he put up an Instagram post, um, a verse saying, you know, adulterers, liars, fornicators, um, whatever, or, or going to hell. 
Now, at the time... The, sorry. He was spreading the gospel. Yeah, spreading the gospel. So he just put up an Instagram post of him spreading the gospel. Um, he had left the Mormon church and he had become... He got his and became started going to another church. Um, and he started to obviously get more into the Bible. So he just shared a normal biblical post like you and I would. The problem was in a, it mentioned, you know, something about the gays that were going to hell. However, in, the, in that same verse, it also mentions about fornicators and liars and thieves and, and all that. So there was a list of things. But of course, the general public decided to get yeah, targeted on this specific part of the gays, which caused a massive uproar, um, which I defended. The guy's a Christian, he's sharing the gospel just because he's an athlete. 100%. Shouldn't matter. I, and I backed him 100%. There is, I'm not convinced at all that this is wrong, whatever. I didn't care. Yeah. So he puts it up, cops a lot of backlash. So cops a backlash, then um, he gets sacked. Because of the pressures of the people saying, get rid of him, he thinks all the gays are going to hell and all this stuff, when really clearly the verse indicates other things as well. Rugby Union decided to sack him. Raylene Castle at the time was running the um, the rugby union, decided to go, you know what? Done. We're going to sack him. So they sacked running him. Running league. Sorry? You said union. Yeah, she was running union at the time. Oh, sorry. He was getting kicked out of the union. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Wayne and Castle, bit of background on her, she worked at New Zealand Netball, moved to the Bulldogs for a couple of years, and then moved to be head of rugby union. So she decides, all right, we're going to sack him. So they sack him. Causes a massive, a bigger uproar than I thought. So now all these people start coming out of nowhere saying, all right, now we're backing this guy. Rightfully so. Yeah, because it has this guy, he shares his opinion, loses his job. What the hell is that about? Where's the freedom of speech? Yeah. So Falau gets top lawyers, goes to court, and then tries to settle the deal. So he started, He goes, I want to sue these guys for about 10 to $12 million. Yeah. Goes behind closed doors for three days. He gets, it's pretty private, but everyone, from what I've, what people have told me, it's about six to $8 million that he got payout from Union. deserved it. Yeah. That got out. Obviously, a lot of people weren't happy with the dollar figure, but it didn't matter. So they told him he can never represent Australia again. As long as he's a part of the code, he can never share the gospel. By the way, before we continue, um, during that time that he was um, getting supported, they asked, yeah. you know, they said, if you want to support this, mm. donate here, whatever. They did, a, they did a GoFundMe page and then they got taken down because it had about two or $300,000. They, they, like, they gave back a lot of the money because I, I, yeah. I added to that fund. And they, yeah. to make it fair and to make it all equal, they go, you know, we're going to give back 20% or whatever it was. Um, yeah, it's really cool. If you want to send us this, this, this. I didn't do it because who cares, but mm. they gave it back. So they did their due diligence. Yeah. So he goes off um, and then he gets sacked. So he's like, all right, let me try to figure out a way to get back in the game. He goes over to Super League. The Catalans Dragons in the Super League decide to sign him up on a deal. Two-year deal, 250000 a year or 220000 so he goes, um, cops backlash from that league over there, man. They all went crazy for now. He said this, he said that, but they took a pun on him, which I respected the club for so much because he did that. Yeah. He goes and he plays a year and does really well. First game, scored a try. Then the fans start to go, they love him. You know what? Because as an athlete, he's, he's fantastic for the club. He's a great acquisition. Good Comes player. back. Sorry? Good player. Yeah, great player. Um, very talented. Across the three codes, is phenomenal. So he comes back to Australia. His wife was pregnant, um, who was also a netballer. Um, phenomenal too. Yeah, I've heard. I've never right. seen personally, but I've my, heard. I love my netball. Bro. Really? Yep. Let's just move on. Keep going. Moving on. All right. I'm, I'm, when I said don't give me reasons to tease, this was. Anyway. Listen. Right. Listen. Mate. It's a good sport. Okay. So 
She's up at union, so she's retired. She feels pregnant. They better have their child. They're gonna, they're gonna, like, in the present, they're gonna better have their child. Anyway, so Falau comes back to Australia, um, and then he decides he's not going back, which angers Canadians. In the, in between that time, what's happened is he's come back home and he said to Canadians, like, I'm gonna, like, I need to go home for family reasons, but I'll come back and finish off my contract. Mm-hmm. Um, because I signed a two year deal, I'll come back and finish my two year deal. Then whatever I do after that, I'll do after that. Whether how I extend, this, whether I... how long did he serve? Sorry, so initially he signed the one year deal. Sorry, he signed the one year deal initially. Then he extended during that year for another year. Okay. So he comes back to Australia so that the wife could be around the family. He realizes the pressures of going away and leaving his wife behind. He's about to have a baby. It's very hard. Instead of reciprocating that to the club, he goes and joins Clive Palmer mm-hmm. and he's got a, a rugby league team in the Queensland Cup. Um, sorry, prior to all that, he tried to come back to the NRL. So when he can't come back to Australia, tried to come back to the NRL, Dragons were very keen and then their sponsors said absolutely not and they and all, everyone gave it to the Dragons and they backed out of the deal, which was really pathetic from them as well. But obviously in the, in the sport industry, industry, no one wants to forgive anyone. That's pretty much what it is. So that happens, he comes back to Australia. Then he decides, I'm not going back to Catalans. Doesn't tell anyone at Catalans. He links up with Clive Palmer. He signs a- Dirty there. Yeah, didn't very, didn't very dirty. Then decides to sign a $250,000 a year deal with um, the Tigers, like the Queensland Cup team, Tigers. Dramas, because the media obviously call up Catalans in France and, and do the whole snitch thing. Um, they're, they're fuming. Like, well, we let this guy go back to Australia because he had the family reasons, but promised he was coming back. And he was like, coming back. If he wants to get released, good luck. He has to come back, finish his contract. Of course, behind the scenes, that, that well, in front of the cameras, they talk tough, but behind the scenes, they kind of, one was, he was like, I have to be here for family reasons. Clive Palmer acts on his behalf, goes, all right, his legal team, if Queensland Rugby League don't um, make his contract official, then we're going to sue them. Why? Because you've got to finish your contract. If you got released, all right, but you haven't been released. So don't don't talk tough and act like you're a hero. Shut your mouth, go finish your contract. You can't finish your contract, negotiate a term with them, and that's it. After all this deliberating, going back and forth, Catalans last week released Falau from the contract. They were very disappointed. You know, we took a pun on him. We gave him, uh, we kind of tried to get his career and life back on track because no one in NRL will take him. No Australia Associated Sports will take him. Backlash for it too. So they sacrificed their. Yeah, they put their heads out for him. And for him to kind of come back to Australia and then not go back is a very dirty move. Yeah, fair. Um, so he gets released last week. Okay. So I'm like, all right, so like, he'll sign the deal with Queensland. It's, 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 they've been given the green light. He'll start playing this week. Obviously, he's luck due to COVID. They ended up shutting down the comp anyway. Of course. But it is what it is. But Clive Palmer said, I'm still going to pay out your contract 250000 So honorable from him to, to do that. Yeah. Today, this is where it starts to infuriate me. Today, um, he comes out that he has on the one or two year deal with Japanese Union, and it infuriated me. Oh, listen, to be where did like, this, hold on, where did this come from? That one, he's been had negotiating, had been negotiating with them for like two months, come and agreed like, to a term to go to Japan doing, while he's doing the QRL stuff. Yeah, because it was a one year deal. Okay, that's not the part that infuriates me. In fact, if he got a deal in Japan, all right. The part that infuriates me was he couldn't commit to a deal in France to be home with his family. Why then you go and after causing all this drama of, oh, I want to um, 
if you don't release me, I'm going to, you know, sue. And I'm going to start throwing legal action. I've got Clive Palmer on my side, acting like a tough hero. So that's what do you do in Japan. Like, all right, I'm like, in regards to your, your fundamentals of Christianity, I agree with you. 100%. That's, I'll never not agree with that. I 100% stand with him and I agree with that 100%. But then to move on and then to not show your due diligence to, agree, to, to honor your contract, but then to get released and then say, all right, now I'm going to sign a two year deal to Japan. What's the difference between France and Japan? Because I'm so confused. That's why I'm angry. I don't get it. Why would he do that? Beats me, but that's why I'm so frustrated. Like I'm, a guy who's who's been so big in the media, I am dead set confused. Yeah, well, he's this guy who's you know been in the media about his, his faith, and then when he had originally when he was going to come back to the NRL, they actually said to him, "You can't share any more posts on your Christianity." He goes, "Yeah, all right, I won't." I'm sorry. Like I don't agree with that, but that's when it, the, the the kind of started, the decline started to happen for me. But to go and say I can't commit to France for a year, but I'll commit to Japan. I'll go to Japan for two years. What's that about? Where, where you, why aren't you honoring your contract in has France? He, has he come out and said anything about this yet? No, nah, they just said, oh, because they signed him and like four or five other guys. Nah, this is a joke now, bro. That's what I'm saying. It looks like he's just trying to get any offer under the sun. Which, look, I'm all for, considering he can't get offers in Australia. I 1, understand. But if you've got a contract with France, stick with France. Honor that contract. Yeah, 100%. But Catalan's got whiff of the news and they are fuming behind closed doors. They are not of having it. And I don't blame them. Again, they stuck out, they stuck their neck out for the guy. For him to not finish his contract and say, oh, by the way, I've, after all this release and all this garbage and all that, I want to go sign with Japan. Then you got the only in Japan. I don't get it. Like, I, I was on the side of Falao the whole time. I was backing him. Anyone that asked me, okay, yeah, good on Falao. He did the right thing. He's doing the right thing. Now? Now he's right, really? Now like, he's not. Now he's not. What are you doing, mate? Pull your head in. How old is he? 31. It's coming towards the end. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Maybe he's tired of fighting. He tried to pick another fight. He was going to sue the Queensland no, Rugby no, League Board. That's one. Yeah, it's, I honestly thought I would have an opinion on this, but I am so confused by this story that I, I dead set don't know what to say. Right. It came, right, it came to me this one. I'll get a message saying, by the way, before he hits the media, Japan. Why are we in Japan? And I look at it, I was like, what the hell? Why Japan? Then it's, it's hard to break. Then I started to get like bits of information. And I'm like, okay, this is a joke now. Now it's come to the point where I can no longer back what Flair's trying to do. Look, all the best to him. Good luck to him. If he gets a contract and he's, he's happy and all that, that's fine. That's just the dirty nature of sport now, bro. It's just dirty. Yeah, but to fall into that, bro. Oh, like, no, no, do you know not, what I mean? Not defending him whatsoever, but it's just dirty, bro. It's pathetic. Contracts obviously mean nothing these days. We've always yeah, known no, that. It's no. not a big surprise, but you know, even Clive Palmer like was shocked. He didn't even know that the deal was signed. Cousin, I'm just it just shocks me that it can be that easy to get out of a club contract. Yet for me to get out of my Telstra contract, I still have to pay it out and pay all these fees. It's a joke. Whoever's running Telstra should run the NRL and, run, and take care I'm of all the contracts. Bro, I wanted to get out of a contract that I signed very, very stupidly a couple of years back. And it was going to cost me like 894 bucks to do so. I'm like, I might as well just wait this contract out. Good on them. Bro, they, bro, they should get whoever runs the Telstra contract division to run the, the rugby league's contract division. Because, bro. Man. Bro, it's becoming a joke. Like, the people in the NRL really need to pull their heads in and start getting involved. Um, 
and even in Super League as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a it's an epidemic. It's everywhere, bro. It's not it's just a circus. It's a circus, absolutely. So you can try on a three-year deal, four-year deal, but the whole thing's a circus. But it must be looked into because it's it's a joke. Yeah, it's becoming ridiculous now. Yeah, but please, I, I can't. I was so furious today. It's ridiculous. I don't even know anymore, bro. I don't even know anymore. Mate, okay. let's let's close this off right. What you got the verse of the week this week? I do. Talk to me. What is it? Now, now I've got to calm myself down for this one. Yeah, just relax. Now I've been full annoyed for this. It's actually made me so tense. <laughs> All right. Um. So. First Corinthians chapter 10. Let me open that up. First Corinthians 10. Um, and verse 13. Talk and it me. says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. One of my favorites. Really? Love this verse. Love this verse. But this hits me like a ton of bricks, bro. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Obviously, in, in life, you know, everyone has their circumstances. Everyone has their issues. Everyone goes through things that, you know, whether it's public, whether it's private. And you think to yourself, there is no way in the world, even as a Christian at times, you, like I, I, I would think to myself, I can't get through these. Mm. Like God's put something in on my lap that I am no chance getting through. Yeah. And then I read this verse. They have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to me, but God is faithful. Mm. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. What that's saying there is whatever the situation God has placed you in, mm. he's not going to push you to a point where you won't be able to handle it. Yeah. But will but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. That for me smacks me like a ton of bricks. But it also, while I bring this up as well, it also brings me, as I'm talking about it, a passage in, in James. Mm. Um, I want to find it. Um, oh man, I'm blanking out. Should be okay. James chapter one. Yeah, James chapter one. So we're in, in verse two, three, and four. When I first read this, bro, I, I went, I've, I've gone through some pretty tough stuff. Um, and I've read, I've come to this passage and it's made me cry every single time I've read this. Where it says, my brethren, so um, it says, James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may, able, they, sorry, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. But it's verse two that really smacks me straight across the face. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Yeah. Count it a blessing. Count it a privilege. Be happy about it. Be. You think, as people probably listen to this, they're thinking, what do you mean be happy about it? Mm. Regardless of the situation. 100%. You know, but do it. Let patience have her perfect work. That you may be perfect and in time wanting nothing. And if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and he shall be given him. Bro, we, need, um, we, need, we, need, we need wisdom from Christ. We need wisdom from God for us to be able to get through what we're dealing with. You need his grace. Um, yeah, that, that verse, bro, 1 Corinthians, man, it's a big one for me because I remember after my car accident, <clears throat> I woke up in hospital and I remember always thinking to myself prior to it, I could never have a tube down my throat. Like every time I'd see it in a movie or in a documentary or one of my friends go through it, 
I'd look at them with the tube down their throat and think to myself, nah, no chance I could do that. That's going to be so painful. It's going to be so weird. I remember waking up in hospital and thinking to myself, oh, wow, God did that, you know? But that wasn't the big breaking point for me with that verse. The big breaking point was when I got home a couple of weeks later. I've actually never told anyone this story. Um, so might as well tell the whole internet. Um, I got home and um, it was my first day back from the hospital. And I remember mum was here and she was helping me get ready to have a shower. And I had, I was broken, bro. Like I got home, I saw the impact it had on me, on my body. I saw the weight I lost. I saw everything. And it just sort of all hit me like a ton of bricks because getting into the shower, I needed to I couldn't do it by myself. I needed my mum. Like she, I, I felt like a child again, you know, she's helping me take shirts off, take pants. Like it was just, it was just so degrading. And I remember just bursting into tears. Like I bawled my eyes out. It was just me and her. She, we were both sitting on the bed. Um, and I was just crying my eyes out, like just losing it. And she just looked at me and she goes, Ray, relax. Um, I can't do it. I can't do this. I can't do this next, however long this is going to be. I, I, I dead set can't. And she looked at me and she goes, you think I can? I go, what do you mean? She goes, oh. you think I could, you think I could stand helping your brother when he went through his thing? You think I could stand looking at your sister go through her cancer? You think I, I want to go through this? I go, I know, I know. She goes, no, 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 listen. And then she quoted this verse. She goes, listen, mate, God's faithful. She said, don't you worry. She quoted the verse. She goes, you think he's going to let, he, he's going to let us go through this and we can't handle it. She goes, you're stronger than you think. She goes, we're stronger than we think. We have God on our side. And bro, that sort of just, it put me, took me back, shut me up. I was like, okay, all right, let's go. And mate, I remember that we both hugged cried together and she was like we're gonna do this we're gonna get this right this that made that verse bigger effect on me and anytime i go through something now i go back to that verse man because it's huge Mm. yeah bro like i I had this verse shown to me uh by one of the boys uh i've I've been going through something it was really tough and then i go bro like dave dave forgot actually it was one of the times at his house at like Mm. one two o'clock in the morning so for those that obviously watched Danny's um, episode of Talk to Me, where he like where he said yeah. you can go to Dave's anytime, mate. Literally, I was there two o'clock in the morning once, and I got I got Dave, bro. I'm done, bro. I am done. I cannot physically take this anymore. He goes, bro, open up your Bible for a sec. And I'm like, man, really, like, yeah. You know, sometimes he's just like, you know what? Do we want to open my Bible at this time? Like, I just want to vent, and I don't want to like hey, I get, get that, up. Yeah. You know? He goes, go to he goes, go to go to First Corinthians and go to James. So we read the First Corinthians passage, and then he took me to part of James, bro. I just I broke into tears, and I go, bro, like. He goes, count it, count it a joy. He goes, be happy. I looked at him. I said, you're an idiot at first glance. I go, you, you're an idiot. Yeah. But when he started to explain it all to me, and then he goes, go back to the story of Job. And I go back to that story of Job. And I have, I can't explain to you how many times I've read Job chapter one. Mm. Until now, I haven't gotten past Job chapter one. For long. I keep reading it, bro. And it breaks me every time. When Job went through everything and, and, person coming in just oh by the way you've lost this you've lost this now you've lost family members now you've lost your your cattle now you've lost your land now you've lost this 
And then his own wife goes, turn away. Neglect God and turn away. And he goes, naked I came into this world, naked I leave. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm getting full chills now, bro. But yeah, when, I, when I think about it. Yeah, man. And I kind of think about some things I've had to go through and I still need to go through in that. I just think, God, thank you. Well, let me ask you, if you could turn back time and not go through this stuff, would you take it all away? Or has God made you such a different person now that you couldn't imagine not going through it? Bro, if I didn't go through this, I promise you, I would, I would be such a different person. Can I tell you? Same here. Bro, all that stuff I went through over the last couple of years, mm. mate, God's changed me as a blood bro. I look back at Ray from 2019. I think, who was that kid? Bro, I'll look at... It's, uh, I'll look at 2016, Nathaniel. Fresh off a cruise. Could tie my hair back when I had hair. Um, just always down for a laugh, down for the people, just whatever they wanted. Immature, didn't care. And then I look back and that I felt like when things happen, that was a breaking point for me. Bro, and hey, that's what God does with this. And I think that's what he means by counted or joy mm. is listen, be happy it goes down. Be happy it happened because I'm going to make something different out of you. Yeah. And in the first Corinthians verse, the one that, that really hits me is when he says, but God is faithful. Mm. And, in, and especially when we go through times of tribulation, we forget just how good God is to us. Well, that's what I think about the last two years. All this rubbish that, excuse me, all this stuff I've gone through. Mm. I think about that. I go every single one of them, every single time he's been faithful. Mm. He's never left me. He's never, he's never made me go through it alone. He's never made it um, too difficult to handle. He's been faithful every single time and he's helped me get through it. Mm. Yeah. That was, that was my verse of the week, bro. Those with James chapter one, tying into first Corinthians 10, 13, it just really hit me. And I got, I have to, good one. This one I've got to talk about. That's a good one, mate. Yeah. Thank God, bro. Well, mate, that's a good one. And that's another great episode of Have a Chat with Ray and Stad, eh? Bro, that was good. Yeah, this is the first time that it was just us two. Mate, and I'm I'm excited for the next ones that we have just us two, bro. I didn't know how just two of us would do, but it did all right. Considering for Have a Chat with Ray and Stad, we've had Have a Chat with Ray, Stad and Goose, and then Jeremy and Jackie, and then and Ryan, Ryan. And this and that. It worked out really well. Yeah, it was good, man. Well, listen, ladies and gents, do us a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Comment down below. Let us know what you want to talk about. Um, we chucked up a poll this week to see if anyone wanted to talk about anything. We didn't really get anything serious except for uh, Tina asking us to talk about American politics. Now, Nathaniel, I'm not that smart. I know you're not that smart. Really? I'm not even going to attempt to talk about American politics. I don't follow Australia politics. I want to talk about America politics. Mate, there's so much I could say about America politics, but it would just go straight over my head. Like the NRL contracts, mate, from what I hear, it's just a circus. Uh, mate, it is a circus, um, but nothing like this circus that you and I are running, mate. We've got a, a lot that goes on each week. Yesterday, we released uh, Talk To Me. I had episode two with Jordan. Bro, mm. can I tell you? Great episode. Yeah, good old Jordy, eh? Mate, every, I'm telling you right now, I didn't think it was going to be that good. Every single teenager and every single uni student, tape student, everything. If you're trying to figure out what to do after school, you need to watch this video. Bro, we, we tackle some good topics, man. We talk about the pros and cons of uni. We talk about um, what, what it's like to be a teenager in school. Um, the struggles of being an adult compared to being a teen. Like, mate, 
phenomenal episode. So catch that. Talk to me is on the channel. It's on your podcast streams. Like and subscribe to that. Yeah. Um, also, have a chat with Rain Stat every Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, guys. It really does help us out. Comment down below. Let us know what you think of the conversation. Join part. Have a chat with us. Let us know. We respond to every single comment we get, um, unless they're deleted. I mean, there's not much I can do about that, uh, which we'll talk about next week. I keep forgetting. We're going to talk about that. Um, And then Wednesdays, head over to League Chat with the stat and um, jump onto his podcast there so that's got a good one coming out on wednesday um talking more footy everything footy you think we spoke a lot about footy tonight mate wait until you get over to that that is some awesome stuff like and you think i got heated tonight mate watch me get heated on wednesday you know that's my favorite part about league chat with the stats when you get heated mate it's, it's weird when it's just you and the camera let me tell you that and then your parents come in to make sure you're all right because you're just yelling at the top of your lungs then, then having to edit it out is frustrating. <laughs> like, get room! <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because you, you do the editing. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, but it's, it's painful. No, nah, but guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hey, give Try Baseball a shot. Head down. DM me. DM, um, DM me if you've got any questions about it. Talk to Jeff. He'll sort you guys out. Try Baseball, the 18th, 25th of July, as well as the 2nd of August, of course, COVID permitting. Um, check out Rocky Top. Her stuff is great. Joelle is awesome. She'll sort you out. And, um, mate, thanks for having the chat. Thanks for having me, mate. See you next week. Before we do, sorry, bro. Where can they find you besides League Chat? Yeah, so obviously League Chat is on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah. Um, I started to do photo editing, so I'm pretty proud of myself. I feel like a whiz kid. Um, so check that out. Um, and you'll find me on my socials, uh, Nathaniel underscore Manor. So if you want to jump in and follow, page is public, go bananas, let's have a chat. And I'm... At Ray Haddad97, Facebook, Instagram. That is Stat. I'm Ray. Thanks for having a chat. See you guys. Stato.